man. Take advantage. It's Vash Lombardi, Senior Lombardi, John Wick the Fourth. Dad had Lombardi as well. Vegan Vach up in here today. John Wick the Fifth. Um, yo, man, we got a Cowboy Roundtable today, man. Told y'all we was gonna do it. Told y'all we was gonna keep it going in the off season. Um, you know, now is mostly the time where you want to have Cowboy opinion because everybody's opinion is all over the place. So, uh, of course, we got, uh, you know, we got guys for the, you know, for the cause or whatever. Vach Lombardi here. We're here with Law Nation. What's cracking, Law? Salute to you, fam. Hey, it's the off season. There's no win loss record during this time frame. Everybody's zero and zero. So that's what I'm loving. I'm loving the fact that right now, all we got to do is just sit back and let Will McClay do his magic. But we can talk about it, though. Yeah, we're going to talk about it. Uh, we normally have Foots and Okoye. Foots is in the studio making magic. He'll probably stop in in about five to ten minutes or so. Uh, you know, so he'll just hop in whenever, whenever. And um, and um, Okoye, his uh, his uh, sister is celebrating her birthday, so he's celebrating with her. So salute to the Okoye family. Uh, we're going to give him the night off. But uh, me, Law Nation, and Foots in a minute. We gonna uh, we gonna we 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 gonna rock y'all world, man. We gonna go ahead and line up and get this thing done, man. We got so much to talk about tonight. Um, just to kind of set your plate a little bit, and then we'll kind of get into it. Um, so plenty of y'all have put the bounty out to the organization to um send some assassins John Wick's way. Also, y'all put a little more money into the pool to get Scott Linehan up out the paint. Mm-hmm. So, so, boy, did y'all want Scott Linehan? Look, that, look, look. When I got the news, right, I say, let me go ahead and just get on the get on the YouTube and just see what the damn temperature is for Scott Linehan. And man, you would have thought it was Christmas. Man, you would have thought Jerry Jones passed out free damn tickets to the game to the first to the first uh to to call it number seven or something. Boy, the excitement. In the damn chat box when Lennon, when uh, Lennon Hand got kicked up out the paint, and we're gonna talk about that. Um, we also got Cowboys free agency. We're gonna touch on because it was uh, it's plenty of guys we gotta pay, plenty of guys we're gonna kick off the bridge as well. Kellen Moore is probably gonna be named the OC at some point. Uh, we're gonna touch on that. Plus, we got draft, you know, philosophy, draft needs, who you want in the second, third, and fourth rounds, and we'll, you know, we'll even get into a few names. I know Law's been uh, watching the highlights with his uh, with his live crew too, as well. So we'll cross that road when we get there. Law, just wrap up the last two weeks or so uh, for the people. What's your thoughts? Well, you know, if if I would have told everybody that we was gonna win a super, well, win I was saying Super Bowl, we're gonna win yeah. a playoff game. And then sure. on top of that, we was going to go ultimately to uh, uh, L.A. and play there at the beginning when we was three and five. Nobody would have believed us, right? Especially when we was zero and four during the preseason. And if I ever said that, I would have been crazy, right? They'd be like, "Oh, Law, you crazy?" But expectation changed somehow when we made it to the playoff and we won a freaking playoff game. Expectations don't change. Cowboy Nation done changed. We done folded up like wallets all of a sudden. Everybody's saying, I can't stand Law Nation. I can't stand Vach. I can't do this. I can't do that. We, we, we don't like the Cowboys and stuff like that. This is what I'm hearing from echoes from those who are out there who think that we're supposed to win the freaking Super Bowl every year. But when I talk about the philosophy of the team, it's one day at a time. They said, man, we're tired of this, Law. We're tired of it. We want to win now. But I'm saying this right here is that Will McClay, he worked magic during this time of the season, right? Absolutely. Hey, Absolutely. Hey, and then on top of that, although I have I had my reservations with Scott Linehan, Parahan, however you want to call him, 
I'm to me personally, just to me, it just was not a match that was made to be married to 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 Dak Prescott. Those things just didn't match up well to me. I think that Scott Lenahan's strength would be for a quarterback like the Matthew Staffords of the world. Maybe just a Matt Ryan's. But he runs a vertical offense, whereas Dak Prescott, to me, his strong suit is just not that. So by them removing Scott Lenahan, by them agreeing mutually to part ways, because I think that he heard the echoes from the fan base, was a, it's a good move to me. Now we got a new wrinkle. We're going to throw in somebody who can identify with Dak Prescott's strengths, minimize his weakness, hopefully whoever it may be, and see if we can get things going in those right directors, directions. But what do you what do you think about what I just said? I'm just starting to not care about what, about what Cowboy fans think. <laughs> I'm just starting not to care. Because, you know, if it was up to Cowboys fans, you know, Dak wouldn't be here. Zeke wouldn't be here. Cooper wouldn't be here. Gallup wouldn't be here. They were they they was trying to trade trade that pick to go get Earl. You know what I'm saying? Um, goddamn, you know, D Law wouldn't wouldn't be here. They still don't know if they want to pay him. Byron, Layden wouldn't be here. Jalen wouldn't be here. So I'm not gonna leave the final notion to Cowboys fans. I trust my front office. You know what I mean? I I trust their judgment. Mm-hmm. I trust because they're the professionals. Like fans do this maybe what two hours out the week. If I do it six hours a day, they do it. They do it. They do it twenty four hours a day, seven days a week, fam. They eat, breathe, and sleep football. You know what I mean? So I trust those guys over anything. Um, and a lot of people kind of getting in my face about the whole Linehan thing because I didn't really have a super problem with what people were saying about Linehan. People were saying Linehan was trash. I think we should have played better. You know what I'm saying? Because the evidence is once our team got better, the offense started to look a little better. I just think that that just makes sense. <laughs> that just makes sense. We all of a sudden you know? add an elite player, a wide receiver. Then we only lose two games after that. You know what I'm saying? And and the third being being um being um playoff game. I don't think that's bad. Now, if you wanted to kick Lanahan off a bridge to improve, I'm not mad at that. But I want to improve. Some people wanted Lanahan to be gone because they wanted him gone. I'm not one of those people. I wanted a a improvement. So uh, we'll see if Kellen Moore is that guy. Um, I've watched film on 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 Kellen Moore when he was a Boise State kid years ago. Um, Boise State did some nasty stuff on offense, man. So uh, so so if 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 Kellen is retaining any of that information, then um, you know then we'll see what happens. They they thrived on making complicated on, on making simple stuff look complicated. I don't know if everybody in the chat box has gotten a chance to look at at my latest Cowboy video I got uh, entitled "How How Can the Cowboys Be More Creative on Offense?" I drew one play. But then I showed it to you nine different times. You know what I mean? I think the Cowboys gonna have to do a lot of that. Just not, not so much as change the actual scheme, but change the play call. Um, so instead of running, um, you know, like heavy right thirty two, we'll run, you know, shift X motion thirty two X keep or something. You know what I mean? Like, like we'll just change up everything around it, but it'll still be the same concept. Yeah, man, um, sticking to a philosophy and just hitting the opposition with that, that, that's always will work. To me personally, when I look at what Scott Lenahan was calling, it was just for the strong suit of a different type of quarterback. Now, they did sprinkle in some things that, that can help out Dak Prescott towards the latter part of his uh, 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 run there. But like you said, yes, 
putting in bringing in Amari Cooper helped out tremendously. And uh it just, just just let's just go back to what Scott Linehan was working on, right? Sure. With 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 Randy Mouse when he was with the Minnesota Vikings, he was a dominant X receiver. Of course, they had Chris Carter on the opposite side. And then we move up, moving forward with St. Louis Rams. I don't know if those guys, those wide receivers were still there, but he he basically didn't really have a strong wide receiver core. So a little older. who yeah. he had out there? They was a little older. You talking yeah, about um, older. Isaac Bruce of the worlds and stuff like yep. that, right? Those they're cats, right. they was old. They was like running out there for a paycheck, basically. But – when he moved over to the uh, to the L.A. or not the L.A. to the Lions, man, they was nice, right? Yeah. In yeah. two thousand and nine yeah. to through two thousand and thirteen, there was not a wide receiver that's better than a guy named Megatron. There was mm-hmm. not an X receiver that's better than him collectively. The guy yeah. was just monstering, dogging it out, right? They had uh, Calvin Johnson, uh, Nate Burleson, and Roy Williams, I believe. Right, and it was hey, I, I, between that time frame, Roy Williams played so well that he made it to the Pro Bowl, and the Dallas Cowboys gave two first round picks for him, right, or a first and a third or something like that. Two first, two firsts. So that's, ah. that's that's that was Scott Linehan right there, right? We sure. was looking like this is what the the staple piece of the offense should be. Now, if we go back into that marriage of Scott Linehan and Jason Garrett, they both. Trained under uh, Nick Saban, if I'm if I'm correct, in 2005 uh, mm-hmm. with the uh, Dolphins. So that they part of that Nick Saban tree. So if anybody want to go out there and say, "Hey, Law, hey Vach, let's go get Nick Saban," we seeing the products of his kids right now, right? Sure. sure. So, uh, yo, what, yo, let me ask you this though. Go ahead, talk to me. Because I'm kind of looking at my chat box, and I love to address y'all. Chat box, y'all can pretty much talk all day. And if I see something, I'll um I'll hop into it. The uh the chat box there there um they're alluding to to the to the idea that this offense will will turn into a pass first offense. And I kind of got two thoughts on that. I don't think that's going to be the case because at the end of the day, Zeke is still your horse. Zeke is still going to be your guy. But even if we were a pass first offense. I ain't tripping, cause what? Cause first of all, first of all, you you can beat pass first and still not be vertical. You know what I mean? Like Dak ain't a gunslinger. You know what I mean? But right. but we can still get the ball to Blake Jarrell. We can still get the ball to Zeke. We can still get the ball to Coop and be a pass first offense. I think teams got to start respecting the pass a little bit more, cause when they do, Zeke get the fly. You right. know what I'm saying? Zeke right. get the fly. So even if we do start the you know you know you know just do more more passing concepts you know Dak is Dak is a little older now so it's on his plate to improve at that uh, I'm with it I don't mind that I don't I don't mind that at all we we said all off season uh, before this season that we wanted Dak Prescott to work on what stepping up through his throw passing with better anticipation reading the defense that comes with time. People fail to realize, of course, one can argue Troy Aikman get up there and say, oh, accuracy this, accuracy that. But according to the stats and statistics, Dak Prescott is a better passer of the ball than Troy Aikman. If we just want to talk about stats, and I'm not saying that, that Dak Prescott is a accurate than, than Troy Aikman, but if we just want to talk about stats, if we just put that in a nutshell. nutshell. So. So, yeah, trash Troy Aikman is, but I want to kill Troy. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I read a tweet when you said I care much as what. No, that was Nate Newton. You, <laughs> that was right. Troy Aikman, Nate Newton, Ian Rappaport. I care about what they say as much as I care about what Ja Rule says. Troy Aikman, <laughs> first three years were atrocious, <laughs> terrible, but they built the squad. They built the line. They gave him help. 
damn Troy Aikman look different. <laughs> That's anybody. That's anybody. Yes. Get y'all ass up out of here, man. <laughs> Shit. When 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 all these cats went away, when all the talent went away, Troy Aikman head sure did start hurting a little more. Mm-hmm. Get out of here. Yeah, and, and people was begging for Steve Berline to come out there and play. But that's a story of a different day. So what I'm saying is that this year, this year coming around, I want Dak Prescott because I saw him step up through his throw better. We saw the improvement of him throwing with anticipation. That Michael Gallup into Amari Cooper, that was nice. That was nice. Now what we want to see next year or this year basically is Dak Prescott beating that eight and nine man front with his arm. That's what I want to see. All offseason, I want to just see him consistently beating that look. And, man, that's the that's the last hurdle, right or wrong. Because he, he stopped fumbling the ball. He stopped fumbling the ball towards the latter part of the year. I think we've seen it. Um, I think when, when Dak kind of hit his rough patch, I think that's when – that's when DCs were really starting to figure out who Dak was. And, and that's how you know who your quarterback really is. You know, when when they're young, they come in, they do great, boom. The defenses adjust to them. Now what? Mm. And I think what we were witnessing while, while Cowboys fans were being ungrateful asses, I think we were witnessing – um, we were witnessing defensive coordinators adjusting to Dak Prescott. And what we saw is on the back end of Dak coming out of that, a better quarterback. You know what I'm saying? So what we have now is a quarterback that's still improving. Plus, you know, like the the, the damn film been out on Dak. And if you got a and if you got a, a, a third year quarterback that can win and be great after the film has been put out on him, after teams have adjusted to him, I think there's a lot of positive things to um to be said about Dak. Um and that's what brings me to my draft philosophy. We can go ahead, we we can go ahead and go ahead and jump into this. Um right. I want Dak, I want Dak to be comfortable. You know what I'm saying? I like my defense. I like it the way it is. It's it's an elite defense with Jeff Heath. It's an elite defense with Damian Wilson. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 an elite defense with Antoine Woods. Fine. We just had a bad game. I ain't, I ain't necessarily trying to jump off the bridge just yet. We had a bad game and we didn't have proper rotation. Um, you know, uh Antoine's shoulder, uh shoulder was messed up. He had surgery after the offseason. I mean, uh surgery after the game or whatever. Cool. I, I get it. I get it now or whatever. I want Dak Prescott to be as comfortable as he possibly can. I want Dak Prescott to be as comfortable as he was in 2016. Dak Prescott is a better quarterback than he was back then. True that. But Dak, but Dak was a little more productive back then because his team was better. Okay. So we added Cooper. I don't want there to be any more controversy about the left guard spot. I want I want this offensive line to be as close to elite as we possibly can. I'll push one of our free agents off a bridge to get a top-tier offensive lineman in here to come play left guard and have Connor and Leo compete at right tackle. Why, Vach? Mm. Well, because we got to pay people and I may or may not be trying to pay Lael. Lael cost you ten million dollars this year. You know what I'm saying? I love Lael. I like him at guard, but Lael is—he clearly stated that he don't want to play left guard. Well, if you don't, we got to evaluate you as a right tackle. That means you're a liability at some point, making ten million dollars. So what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to draft my offensive line to make that thing as pristine and pretty as I can possibly make it. I want my 58th overall pick to be an offensive lineman, man. Uh, depending on what 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 Travis does when he comes back, maybe he has a setback. Maybe maybe Tyron Smith has one of those one of those hurt days like he 
has, right? I want to improve my offensive line. I want Dak to have time in the pocket. I want Zeke to have them old-ass running lanes he used to run through. Then my offense will average more than, than, than 22 points. Maybe our offensive baseline will be more than, okay, we'll win if we get to, to – to 24. I want to put pressure on these other teams. If you watch the Rams, they didn't score a touchdown to what the second quarter right. or whatever. They had, they had they had three possessions in a row to where they had to settle on field goals. What if we were constantly putting offensive pressure on them? What if our punts were touchdowns or our punts were 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 three points? We could be up on the Rams 17 to 9 by the second half. Even the Seahawks, they didn't get a first down to the fourth quarter. Imagine if those were touchdowns, if those were points. Against the Saints, we only scored 13 points on them and beat them. We could have embarrassed the damn Saints. We could have embarrassed that damn team. You know what I mean? I want my offensive line to be as good as it's going to be because I know my defense is top tier. I know my defense is fine. Yoga flame. I, I know <laughs> they you spit some fire, people, boy. People, people, people scoffing at the idea of building your offensive line. Well, then you just draft Connor Williams. Damn it, Travis was right after. <laughs> what Travis was was right after. Um, right after Tyron and Zach was right after him, and it damn worked. It made us look great. You wanna you wanna sign Zeke? I want Zeke to be healthy. Get your offensive line right. You going to sign Dak Prescott? He's a winner. The better Dak does, the better his team is. Get your offensive line right. You know what I'm saying? People want to want to want to draft a draft a backup running back, a Tariq Cohen type of guy, which you can flex in the in the in the um in the ace spot, in the slot spot sometimes. You know what I mean? You you could do kick return, punt return stuff. I'm with that. Yes. But oh shit. Not before I get an offensive line up in here. Dak was the what 31st um rank rank uh sack quarterback in the league, 32nd impression. Mm. And we still and we still won a damn playoff game, dog. Y'all Stop listen. Y'all listen. This boy spitting fire. I wasn't ready for Stop this. Man. With me. God, God with dog, me. I need a where that water hose at, boy. Look, look we <laughs> didn't do a round table man. last week. We didn't do a round table last week. This was on my mind. God damn it. I, I don't want I don't want to take chances with his Avi Suofilo. We were basically saying, oh boy, which one Suofilo? At least you can run around him. You can't run through him. I don't want Snorlax at my damn left guard. I want a gangster at my left guard. And young Connor Williams, the future. I hear blocking Aaron Donald, having good games against him, against him, having good games against Fletcher Cox, good games against Grady Jarrett, Jonathan Allen. He's only getting better. You put some pounds on him, you give him a peanut butter sandwich, a steak, and a glass of milk, he'll be big before you know it. Let Connor Williams be, be, be great. Let him be fine. I want my line to be great. I'm on that same, I'm on this same, the same, uh, this same, what you call this, soapbox? Mm-hmm. I'm on the same soapbox. Last year, I wanted to draft an offensive lineman early. I was a, mm-hmm. I was a Hernandez, Isaiah Wynn type of guy. That was my energy. We really didn't, we, 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 we really didn't invest in the offensive line like I wanted us to. I like Leighton Vanderish. Salute yeah. to him. But I want, I want Dak Prescott to not be the 31st ranked sack quarterback in the damn league. That's all I'm saying. Fix my Man. offense. My defense is fine already. Then we'll cross that road whenever we get there. That's my thoughts. Man, I need some water to put on you and yoga flame. Dog, dog, everybody that's in the chat box, man, pass the collection plate around. This brother deserve it, man. He putting it down like 4,000 pounds. Now, of course, you put you better that offensive line, you have a better play collectively with the, with the Dallas Cowboys. Now, this is the thing. We already talked about what I wanted to improve with, with Dak Prescott. 
There's another guy that wears number 24, my favorite number, Cheeto Wuzier. There's nobody in life that can tell me that Cheeto was this close to every pass that was caught on him. Can you name me, uh, Vach, my homie, Vach, can you name me one play that Cheeto Wuzier got burnt on? Just, just like people was like miles and miles ahead of him. Cheeto, Cheeto don't get burnt. Uh, Julio Jones ran past him one time, but Cheeto got recovery speed because he's an athlete. He's a Wakanda warrior. He's a gangster. So. <laughs> oh, oh, you said Wakanda. I got to hear it, man. Do you got oh, it? What am I playing? I'm late. I ain't got it. I'm late. But, it's all good. Y'all know I'm who you're talking about. But um, but uh, Cheeto, Cheeto, Cheeto was he was in he was in good position every um, damn it every play. How I look at it, Cheeto really didn't get his 16th game in until the middle of the season. You know he had a little uh, he right. had a little injury last year. It kind of forced Jordan Lewis to play. Uh, you know Anthony Brown played a little bit outside, so we didn't really get the you know Cheeto didn't really get a full rookie season. Mm-hmm. So he still was learning the early parts. Of of last season or whatever, but towards the end of the season, a lot of people would say that 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 Cheeto played better than Byron. He played better than Byron. I ain't really necessarily yeah. ready. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I'm not I'm not necessarily ready to kick Byron off the bridge, but mm-hmm. no. uh, I think I think Cheeto and Byron moving moving forward to be will be just fine. I think they'll be damn good. They they both played their first full year at cornerback, Cheeto and Byron, mm-hmm. and and to get the production that they got from both of their first full year at corner. I think that's respectable, man. That'd be, that'd be good moving forward. Yes, indeed. So I'm with the belief with this thing right here. Cheeto, Wuzier, those passes that was this close all, all of last year, they're going to be this close now. I think that he's going to get his hands inside. Now, if we can just be patient just a little bit with this defense, my only reservation with the defense, we need more takeaways, turnovers, and things like that. And I believe that this was their first year with Chris Richard. Second year, we should see improvement in that particular category. They was horrible the previous year in 2017. They was ranked. I hope. I hope one. Of, I know you got a brilliant chat box, man. Somebody can pull up this record or, or stat. We were like 28th in third down. Getting off the field in 2017, I believe we better than that this past year. Okay, so we improve in that category. So looking forward for this year, I think that we're gonna still improve in that category, getting off the field on third downs, and then we're gonna improve in takeaway category. I think that Chris Richard and uh, and Rob Marinelli, what you call him, Papa Rod, he's gonna get these guys plowed to the ball even more, and then on top of that, they're gonna find them a nasty guy that they can flex into the inside. As much as we love AB, I, I gave him the nickname now. He can he can wear that nickname proudly. And as much as we love Jordan Lewis, I think that the way the scheme is, is built is for them to have a, a taller, rangier, lengthy guy that's in the in the inside. And I think what do you think about the 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 one Thornhill kid or the uh the, the uh the, the I think his name, Tavion Mullins. Have you got a chance to look at them? Yeah, 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 yeah. They, they, Tall they, guys. They gonna be, they gonna be, they gonna be like six fifth round picks. You know what I'm saying? Oh, wow, we, for real. We, yeah, we, uh, educate me, educate we, me, Bots, man. Because I don't know, about, I don't know the draft like you, man. Educate me. Who, who's, who's the best tall, lengthy, rangy slot corner that's in the draft this year? Uh it's plenty, of guys, man. It's see, see, okay, Too so soon, right? Can I, can I just can I just fix this this play first before I get into that? Yeah, fix the play for me, man. I think I think a lot of our turnovers gonna 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 come from 
pressure up front. You know, we didn't we we didn't get a lot of turnovers in the in the front half of the season. But when my man's Randy Gregory started averaging a sack a game, that's when we started getting a little more turnovers. That's when we started seeing, you know, fumbles and interceptions. So I think when we finally get Randy to fully be great and D Law will start to play off of that, I think we'll get a lot more, uh, we'll get a lot more sacks as we'll have a lot more pressure. Malik Collins staying healthy. Uh he had a he had a he had a great second half of the season. I'll say this. Mm-hmm. Um, this, this, this as well though, Law. I think having a better offense will result will result in better turnovers. Uh, like I was saying earlier, if we force teams to 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 play from behind, then they're gonna throw the ball more. They're gonna play with a little more 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 pressure. We didn't really start whooping the hell out of the Seahawks to the end of the to to the third quarter. Really, you know what I mean? They were kinda in the game the whole time because we really didn't put the foot on the throttle the whole first half of the game. So they kept running the ball. They just kept running it and running it and running it. If we would have been up 17 to zero or something by the, you know, you know, by the time they got going, we, we forcing Russell Wilson to throw the ball. We forcing Russell Wilson to put the ball in the air. So by that time, <laughs> by that time, Law Nation, you, you know, we we bound to get an interception or two. We bound to get extra, extra sacks by then. You know what I'm saying? So I don't necessarily think, Talent is a is a problem with getting turnovers or whatever. Right, as right, far right. as um as far as uh, um cornerbacks in the draft, Penn State got a kid with a hard ass name, Armani Oluwunyan. <laughs> Whatever his last name is, he's a um he's a senior bowl guy. He may be a guy you're looking for. Uh, Chris Boyd from Texas. Uh, he may be a guy you're looking for. A guy like uh Sheldon Redwine from Miami. Look, look, boy, look, I love look, red look. wine, boy. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Alcoholic law. Goddamn alcoholic. Uh, so I don't, I don't, um, I don't necessarily think uh, we're gonna uh, get a get a cornerback early. Not a not a not a DeAndre Baker guy. Not a Greedy Williams type of guy. Ooh, but um, yeah. you know, um, uh, Julian Love. You know, guys like that that'll probably fall to the fourth, fifth round that we can replace AB with. Uh, I don't think we pay AB. You know, if he takes, mm-hmm. if he takes, you know, takes a little cheap bread, let him fly. A B, I'll get a little cheap bread on the fly. You know what I'm saying? But I think he's gonna want to get more bread than we're willing to pay him. And I think that's gonna result in us going to go get a new nickel corner. But it's fine. Mm. It's fine because we got some out some outside guys that we can run with. Uh I got a super chat that I'm gonna let you rock, Law. Um Gary Oldman, salute to you, sir. Dropping dropping a deuce uh dub in the super chat. Pardon me. Running 40 percent of the time into an eight to nine man front is gross. It's what we do, uh, mm-hmm. but uh, but when they when they, you know what I hate a lot. I hate when Talk the background is orange, <laughs> but the goddamn text is white. I hate that. Um, they know when we're going to run, and it's nearly fifty percent of the time with backup. Zeke needed Lena hand to go. I feel you, Gary. I feel you. He he he's basically saying he hates when uh when you know we line up in two tight ends and right. we. Uh, run the ball up a gap. I feel you, Gary. And this goes back to my original point. I think player execution is a thing because New England Patriots did it a bunch uh, Sunday. They did a bunch of three tight end, two tight end, running it, run it right up a gap type of stuff. And it worked for them. They just blocked the guys up front. I think if our offensive line was better, we'll be able to do that. You know what I'm saying? We'll, we'll, we'll be able to do things in that way. Our offensive line just wasn't good enough to do it. Uh, what's, and, up, and, fellas? what's up, fellas? What's up, Hey, hey, what's up, good man? How y'all? Swiss, how you doing? 
How you gonna how you gonna recommend the time, Foots? <laughs> how you gonna recommend the time, but then be in the studio? But what what's going on, bro? Now here's my thing, Vox. You know we black, right? So <laughs> no nothing to start on time. But I'm just I'm gonna just jump in and listen, and I and I just because I, I I jumped in at a bad time, so I apologize for that, buddy. It's all good. We were uh, we were talking about pushing Lenahan off a bridge and the upcoming draft philosophy or whatnot. So uh, first of all, how you uh, how you how you um, feel about Lenahan being pushed off a bridge? Um, you know, it was it was time, Vach, and sure. um, I kind of you know I've kind of taken a step back. I did a video right, and I'm just taking a step back to kind of just soak in what needs to happen. But the first things first. When you're trying to make a change, and you guys know this, you guys are successful men. So when you're trying to build something, the first thing that you got to do is clear all the baggage, right? And and get rid of everything that you just gotta you just gotta clean that room. If you're trying to renovate a room, everything that was in that joint before got to be gone. And that's Lenahan and his energy. You know, I think it said a lot about Lenahan and the type of person he was when he didn't want to talk to the media after that game. So, and, you know, I don't, I just don't think that he was a likable guy in the locker room. And obviously, being a coordinator, a coordinator meaning coordination, meaning that you're marrying something or you're matching something to what your players do, I don't think that he did that well. Was that Garrett having his philosophy draped over Linehan? Maybe, maybe not, because you see, you know, reports that, that Garrett took over the Giants game and that he had his hands on that with the two with the tight ends being more involved and with Dak doing some different things. So maybe Jason really did let Lenahan do his thing and Jason said, you know what? This isn't gonna work. It's not working and next year I could be coaching for my job so I want more input. So I say I know that was a long winded answer, but I say this to say Vach, it was time. Um, and I was, listen, I was down on Dak. I'll, I'll say that. And I, I love Dak when we drafted him. I mean, that was my first video on YouTube. But, again, I had gotten really down on Dak. But now, year three, the end of year three, Lauren Vach, I know who Dak is. I know he's inaccurate. I know that he makes mistakes. But, damn it, he wins games. So, we got to find a guy who will marry something to make him, to make him and this offense take the next step. So, that's kind of my answer. Lenahan being gone doesn't really matter to me anymore. Sure. I was uh, I was saying earlier that I think that this is a very important draft in terms of this offense moving moving forward. Uh I'm willing to kind of hear what your draft thoughts are gonna be though, Foots. I'm 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 trying to get the best offensive line I could possibly I could possibly get up in here. Um okay. You know, you know, like our like the whole year we were saying that our baseline is 24 points with our defense being great. If we can get to 24 points, we can win a game. Well, in the league, 24 points ain't great. You know what I'm saying? So it'll be a better team if our offense produced a little more. Um, if 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 Dak had if if Dak had 2016 offensive line um, pass pro, if if Zeke had 2016 offensive line run lanes to run through. If we're gonna pay Dak, and if we're gonna pay pay uh, pay Zeke, I know that this defense can be 
elite with Jeff Heath. I know that this defense can be elite with Antoine Woods and Damian Wilson. I'm not necessarily running to fix those spots. If you want to add some depth to D-line, I'm with you. But I want to put our premium picks in the offensive line because that's really where we lack the most. That's, okay. that's, that's you know, like like Dak, Dak – Look, bro, like we we added Cooper. We definitely needed needed talent there. And then we only lost two games with him once we had him. And and we did all that. Won a damn playoff game, and Dak was the 31st most sad quarterback in the league. I think if we fix that number, the offense will look better as a whole. That was my whole point. What's your uh, thoughts on that? Hey, Foots, before you, you go, before you rock and roll with that, uh, let me know your philosophy, man. And, and I love philosophizing, you know. Uh, okay. are, are you a best player available guy or you a t- draft by team needs or you like, hey, whatever this out there, we do a little mixture of both. Well, l- let me know, man. Talk to me. Hey, I'm glad that you uh, I'm glad that you asked that about uh, law. Can you guys hear me? Oh, yeah. first about to go in the room. First about to get a class yeah. of and go. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, I, I love y'all, man, because y'all let me. This is so organic. So yeah, well, I'm glad that you I'm glad that you asked that law. Um, I am 100% best player available. I will never, and that's now, that's obviously you stack your boards. So a lot of people don't, like, obviously. But, like, like what if this, what if tags are touching and you need a defensive end, but you're looking at Alexander Madison, or if you need an offensive, court, an offensive line lineman and you got Alexander Madison, that's a nasty. I'm talking about a nasty running back for the Boise, and I and I and trust me, I got my my my, my picks on Boise. But if he, if the yeah. tag touches, do you go with the offensive lineman, or do you say I already got Ezekiel Elliott, so I'm if gonna pass up on touching, Alexander? Mm-hmm. That's a great question, uh, mm-hmm. Law. If tags are touching, then I will. It, okay, so if tags are touching, I will go need. If tags are touching, okay, but. You have to. You have to go. Now, the only way that I will not that I, that so, because we don't need a quarterback, I'm always gonna go best player available, and I don't care. And that's the good thing about the way the Cowboys are built, because I want to piggyback on you, and and botch, but I want to ask you guys: Does the offensive line need more pieces, or do we need to shuffle? That's something that we got to ask ourselves as well. Because I'll be honest, I think Lyle's out of position, and we know that Connor Williams is out of position. But that's for another day. That could be a two-hour conversation right there. Right. Now, now to me, and this is strictly to me, I my philosophy law will always be, especially because I'm draft. I love the draft, and but you know that's kind of our that's our thing. And that's law, right. you film, and but I I just love the how drafts are built, and I love player, all of that stuff. To me, it's 100% best player available, no matter what. Mm-hmm. I mean, it has to be that low. It has to be. Because what happens is if you start reaching, like I'll find somewhere to play a guy. And like you said, so if you have this running back, which I think is a sneaky need. It's a it's sneaky a need. need. <laughs> it's a sneaky need, uh, Law, and, I'm, and I mm-hmm. got some reasons why. It's a very sneaky need. If you have this running back graded way higher than this lineman who may need development and you're making these projections, I'm drafting a running back in the second round. You have Ezekiel Elliott. Why would you do that? Listen, this offense could use a scat, could use a back that maybe you could put him in a slot. Maybe you could do some things. You can – I don't want – like, 
it's getting to the point to where we relied on Zeke so much that our offense didn't look the same without him, right? Mm, yeah, yeah. And, it, and, and it, I mean, without him playing well, rather. So the Rams game, Law, because Zeke couldn't get going, we were handicapped. We were playing left-handed. What if we had a back that we could just dump the ball off to? And, and I mean, obviously, Zeke can do it. But what if we had that back, though? You know what I mean, Vosh? Who we could just give a dump to, and he could take it 50 yards to the house. Or he could take it because Zeke is taking such punishment. And that's the other thing, too. As Zeke gets later on, as he gets, as he, as he, as he, as his, as his career elongates, he's going to take, this guy is getting, taking a lot of punishment. I mean, he just is. So second, third round, yes, I'm looking for a running back. And I know people don't want to hear that. And I just don't. The best running back <laughs> I know you don't. You don't want that, Kamara. You don't want that. You don't, you don't win that way. <laughs> this is my thing, though. This is my thing. And you don't want to run it back, Bato. Not saying that though. Okay. Not saying that, but but we got but, a lot of time to argue. We do. I think we build boards based on needs. You know what I mean? If that makes sense. Like everybody's board, everybody's. Okay, so look. So if I'm okay, perfect example, right? At the very, very top of the draft, right? It's um it's the it's the Cardinals, then it's the damn 49ers, then it's the Jets. And it's very interesting right there. I think Quentin Williams is the best player in the damn draft, right? So after Nick Bosa's gone, the the 49ers are looking at Josh Allen, the edge guy, and Quentin Williams, the one tech. Quentin Williams can fix anybody's front. Front line right now, Hold but on, when, you don't like Bosa. You don't like Bosa early. Bosa went number one. Bosa okay. went just, just just in my mind. Bosa went number one to okay. the uh, to I the. Just, uh, I just want to make sure. I just want to make sure that we were on the same page. Got okay. you. But but okay. but Josh Allen is an elite edge rusher. Quentin Williams is an elite one tech. If I need an edge rusher more than a one tech, let me look at the two elite players that fit this spot the best and I'm going to pick the guy that I need. That's, that's, that's my point. Now, am I saying, am I saying that if, um, if Alvin Kamara drops to the fourth round, do I not take him? No, that's, that, that doesn't make sense. But what I'm saying is if there's an offensive lineman that's in that same tier of player okay, as I him and I need an offensive lineman, I'm taking an offensive lineman because this is where the Giants been 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 messing up for years. <laughs> the, damn, <laughs> the damn Giants been have been trashed for years because of this. They have yet to fix their offensive line. And, and, and they said, "Hold and, on, we win got flowers." I think <laughs> they're losing. They're losing games because they they right. want they won't fix offensive line correctly, and they won't fix quarterback. Right. Saquon Barkley is a sexy pick. You yeah. would love to have him on your team, but Eli Manning is garbage. <laughs> Eli Manning is garbage and they reach for Hernandez and he don't fit that scheme. You know what I'm saying? So if I'm the Cowboys foots, I would love to have a a second running back that can play slot receiver, that can kick return and punt return. I would love to have it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So so that's my thing. So watch this. So watch this, Bob. Sure. And maybe maybe Law put the press on me a little bit. This mm -hmm. is a good conversation because it is a good conversation. So, and you know what, Law? Maybe the second round is rich. But my point is, I want Cole Beasley, Lance Dunbar, and sure. Tavon Austin all in one. Sure. I want somebody who can do – so he has a real role. You see what I'm saying? Sure. Because you're going to lose – you're going to probably lose Cole and Tavon in free agency. 
Mm-hmm. So get ready. And while while waiting, if I have a young, if I have, I need a, I need a scat back, guys. I need somebody who I can who can take a dump and go. I need a change of pace. I can't. Teams have figured out eight 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 and Dak while he's still growing. And I want to. So also this is also has to do with who's going to be coordinating and matching the offense to the personnel. We need to implement the damn uh, a quick West Coast passing game. It has to be done. Tom Brady has made a 25-year career off five and outs. Yeah, James off White, five. man, saved his, his – his, he saved that first game. Five. Yeah, I don't and agree. They another James White in freaking um, – and Sony. I think – And he, I mean, he fits. I mean, I love it. I think – I think BPA matters fourth round and on, in, in my okay. personal opinion. But I think you got to treat those first three picks with a different type of regard. You know what I mean? Because those picks are premium picks. You know what I'm saying? After a while, fourth round picks look just like fifth round picks. That's why. That's why. That's why. That's why. Damn, day one and day two takes so long, and they just fly through day three because everybody got different opinions about day three. If if I can get in, if I can down Wisconsin kids to be one of my offensive linemen, or one of the Oklahoma kids, one of the Ohio State kids, if I get one of those guys. I'm going to go get them because we are one Travis Frederick uh, setback. We are one Tyron Smith going ouch. We are one man. I'm sick of Lael away from this thing not being as pristine as it could be. I want to fix this offense today and Foots. Part, part of this, too, and you know this, part of this, too, is knowing your whole draft in general. We're going to run out of offensive line way faster than we're going to run out of scat back. You know that. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know that. So but, but this, this is the problem, though, uh, for both of us, uh, well, all three of us. The best, left, no problem, the, the, best, the best left guard on our team is Lyle Collins. He's the best left guard probably in the NFC East. What if he's, he's, the not? Best, he's, he's the best left guard out there. What, now, if he's not, what if he's not, though? Time out. Real fast. Real fast. Talk to me. <laughs> What if he's not though? I think I think every coaching staff do everything for a reason. Mm-hmm. What if what if it's something we don't know about Leia? What if it's something we don't know? Leia wanted that bag, fam. He wanted that right tackle money. <laughs> he man. wanted that money, man. Look, Leia, look, look, look. This, this is what I can't say. This is what I can't say though, Vach. They, they, they just invested three years in Leia Collins on the right tackle now, and in the latter part on the latter part of two thousand on the latter part of this last year. Vach and and uh, uh and uh and Foots. Yes, sir. Name me a game that he played sloppy on in the cause we, we talked about Dak Prescott starting off slow, but name me a game on the latter part of Lyell uh Collins uh a career for this for this year that he played sloppy on. Cause he's a Lyell played Lyell played well. Play lights out. I was talking to somebody about that. Like, no. I didn't hear much. Come on, Vach, man. Name me a game. Did to pull the game out so I can go look at the tape. That be the game that he played horrible on at right tackle on the last six games. I was was about to say, now listen, obviously we didn't have a a Pittsburgh offensive line, but I didn't worry about leakage on that that left side. I mean, on on their best defensive ends. It was – I was worried about pressure in Dak's face. So I agree with Law. Like, obviously we could upgrade Lyle, but I liked him. I liked him. Lyle Lyle got better. Lyle got better, but I ain't trying to pay ten million dollars for him, dog. For for what he's giving us, for what Lael's giving us, I ain't trying to give Lael Collins ten million dollars. He did get better, I agree. He did improve, but he went from from trash to to not that good, and that is improvement. 
It is improvement. But I want this offensive line to be what it was in 2016. I think Connor Williams can step in the right tackle tomorrow. I think not so tomorrow. Too. Not tomorrow, but after they do that offseason <laughs> thing that <laughs> Look, look, look! But after they do that off-season thing that make people big and strong, after that, I think, yeah. I think, I think Connor Williams will be a nasty right tackle. So what it comes down to is, is Lael gonna play left guard? I don't think he want to play left guard. And if he don't want to play left guard, we got a problem here. We got a big problem. <laughs> Meanwhile, there's a kid in Wisconsin, Michael Dieter, that can play tackle guard and center. <laughs> Tackle guard and center. What, what, what Boy, the prospect? What, what, what round? Uh, shit. He'll probably go shit right around fifty-eight. Right around fifty-eight. He's a he's a he's a he's a he's a, he's a top fifty guy by skill. But it's a lot of but it's a lot of defenders that's gonna push guys down the board. A lot of quarterbacks. Say, gonna push guys the down good down thing the board. about this draft is like where mm-hmm. this draft is heavy at, Botch. And mm-hmm. well, excuse me, I know. Law, I don't know if you've looked at boards. I know Vox, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'll be honest with you. I'm, like, semi-late to the party. I know the main guys, the Devin Weiss, the Greedies, the Knicks. Sure. But, obviously, we're not drafting the first round. But I'm late to the party just because I've been doing a lot of Cowboys coverage. However, mm-hmm. when it comes to what I have heard and what I do know about this draft, where it's strong at, this is a defensive, defensive, defensive draft. Defensive line, thousands of them, thousands of them. Foot, yes. So, where we're actually kind of good at because I think this team believes and looking at Rod, Rod's still hungry. What he thinks he can do best is develop defensive linemen, which he can. I think that Dallas won't reach for defensive linemen where this draft is light, but what I don't think teams will be targeting is offensive linemen. And like Botch is saying. If if you want to like if you want to tell me right now you want to draft another interior lineman, he yeah. better be from Wisconsin. He yeah. can't be from he better Texas. Be. He better that's the only place I'm getting a lineman from, Law. And so if you're telling me this guy who I haven't watched him yet, I won't lie. So Boss, I'm trusting you. You're my area scout. Right. I need to go get this. I need to go get this tap this guard to protect Dak Prescott's face. Then what are we doing with Connor, what are it's, we doing? Well, but, but let, let me let me break this down to you, man. Uh, let me say this. Shout out to the, the guru on on the Vach Lombardi's page here. He said, "Who's the heir apparent for Tyron Smith?" What if I told you this, like ESPN thirty for thirty? What if they kick? And this is don't crucify me, Cowboy Nation. They Can't kick. Win. They kick. What's the name? Lyle Collins all the way to the left tackle. They no, no, move no, no. Connor Williams all the way to the right tackle. They no, no, go no. out there and draft your boy as a left guard, and they say, hey, and you know Stephen Jones, he'll lay you down softly. And he put the pillow down, and he just take Tyron Smith to that room, and he say, hey. If if we don't keep if, – if, listen, Lord, if we don't keep Lyle Collins, keep him, keep him on the right side. Lyle got a problem with new shit. <laughs> every every time every time something new happened, Lael fall off a little bit. If anything, uh Connor Williams is your left tackle. If if anything, if okay. anything to to uh to to uh Tyron Smith. But like I was saying with the offensive line foots, it's four lines you can watch as a whole. You can watch the whole Oklahoma, Wisconsin, Alabama, and Ohio State line. You watch those those lines, all those lines got two to three guys coming out, and they all can play. They Absolutely. Also Absolutely. I will take any any of those, and it's plenty of them. Plenty of them gonna be in the senior bowl. Um, 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 
Elgin Jenkins, Gary Bradbury, Ross, Ross Pierschenbacher, damn, um, Bo, Bo, uh, the, uh, the, the, the kid with the long last name from Alabama, the kid that plays center, if you got a problem with, with Travis Frederick. He can also play guard. Michael Dieter can play tackle guard and center. It's plenty offensive linemen, Foots, and it's hard to find offensive line in the league. It's plenty of them in this draft, man. I'm trying to get one of them kids, man. Michael okay. Jordan, a kid named Michael Jordan from Ohio State. You can't drop a kid named Michael <laughs> Let me, let me he he spelled it like Michael Jordan. He spelled everything the exact same way. Hell yeah. Go ahead, go ahead, Flitz. Go ahead, let, me ask, let me ask the panel this, guys. All right, so we're in our pre-draft meeting. If, let's say, a team gets desperate and you and you say, you know what? I entertain a trade for Tyron Smith. Give me a one. Nope. Nope. Because you got because you have Cameron Fleming now. Nope. Who the chat is telling me is 25. Can't try. Right. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait. I'm out. Wait, I'm boss, out. Boss, boss, let me let me talk to you now. Let, boss, let's do business. Boss, can we do business? Law, can we do business? Oh, go, ahead, go, ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. You said my you said my 28 year old Pro Bowl left tackle. No. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they, they already gave me my lashes. Hey. They gave me. They crucified me a little bit over here for making that statement. So go I'll ahead and help me out. Get me off the ledge, uh, uh, Foots. Help me I'll out. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this, guy. All right, listen. All right, Jerry Jones does not like watching a first round draft, a first round go by. He is mm-hmm. going to be going crazy in that draft room. Not having a first round pick, I'm telling you now, and, and, and you know what? We got Amari Cooper, and I, I, I on my channel, I said that was a great, great pick. I knew that Amari Cooper would do what he did. He's he's been amazing. He now opens up things for Gallup, all of it. But Tyron Smith back issues, you know, not really the same player. Let's say a a New York Giants calls you or somebody, not even a Giants. Let's say a team calls you and says, hmm, "I'll give you a one." For Tyron Smith. Oh, wait, 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 wait. And a four. So now you can do some shuffling on your line, right? I like what the chat is saying. Maybe Tampa Bay wants to do something. I don't. No, 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 no. Wait, wait a minute, Vacho, Vacho. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's, let me, Vacho, Vacho, I'm a, I'm a wheel on deal. Let me talk to you for a second. So now, <laughs> law, now we can, because we do have Xavier. To a philo. Mm-hmm. When Cam Fleming played, he did not play bad. Vach, I know you are the offensive line guru, but I don't want to hear that. And Law is right. That dog on Lyle Collins played good at right guard, man. Seriously. Left guard, yeah. yeah. Left guard, excuse me. Left left tackle. Left, right tackle. Right tackle. Damn it. Lyle right played tackle. good, yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. So what if we kick, what if we do some shuffling and now we got our first round pick? Maybe we get our safety. Maybe we get Jeff Heath who took that bait and get him back to just playing special teams. I'm just, I'm just making you think. I'm just making you think. That's it. No. <laughs> I don't want to get rid of my 28 year old demigod of a left tackle for, 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 for. Okay, so even if you had a first round in this draft, okay, I ain't trying to get none of these, none of these first rounders in. You gonna have to give me Quentin Williams. You gonna have to give me. You gonna have to give me one of one of them gangsters or whatever. Oh, Vach, I like I like my safety from Washington. I like um, Taylor Rapp. G- give me the name. Rap, rap, Taylor Rap, Taylor Rap, Taylor Rap. He he cool, but foots, but foots. There, look, I, I would I would I would rather have 
I would rather have Tyron Smith and Jeff Heath than damn Taylor Rapp and Cam Fleming. Are you smoking? <laughs> Are you smoking? Fuzz. Okay, Fuzz, you want – okay, so look. I want my offensive line to be elite. You want our offensive you want our you want our our O line to have three guys that say, Oh, they play pretty good down the stretch. I don't want pretty good down the stretch. I want I want I want Dak to not be the thirty first uh ranked sack quarterback no more. That's what I want. Out of the thirty first ranked sack quarterback, somebody in the chat box. Go go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, my bad fam. Shit, Chaz Green only had bad game. Well, well hold on. I think that Byron Byron Bell just tarnished that that image, and what we saw out of Cam Fleming, we was like, "Hey, anything is better than what Byron Bell exhibit." But I think I saw a stat out there, and I I, I can't find it, but it was out there that Tyron Smith gave up the most pressures as it relates to left tackle in the NFC. So I'm not I'm not I'm not reading right now. I'm not reading PFF. I watch film. I watch film. And, oh, yeah, it was from PFF. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't watch them. I see I see Tyron Smith hold every now and then, but I see Tyron Smith keep people exactly where the hell they at. I see okay, people. Okay, so watch this. Everybody in the chat box who calls me crazy, get ready for when the when the mothership, when they talk about trading Tyron Smith, I don't want none of y'all to come in here and say, Oh, that's a good idea. All I'm saying is no, I trust Vach over PFF, Swaggy D. They're not credible. Vach knows his stuff. We all know our stuff. But trust and believe, when you're in these draft rooms, they're having conversations like this. You got to stay younger. You got to flip. Everybody looks at the Patriots when they trade somebody who's just about to be done, and they, they flip them for a one. They do it all the time. The they do it way. all the time. Am I, am I lying, Vach? Give me that. The Patriots do it all the time. You not Patriots lying, but we ain't them. The you ain't lying, but we ain't them, and we ain't got. No, I agree. Pay. I'm just saying. And the I'm only reason why, that. only reason why we not like the Patriots, I think that the other teams be looking at Jerry, be like, he got something slick up his sleeve. We ain't gonna give him that. No, they asking for a first. No, no. we ain't gonna give him that. They asking for a second. No, 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 we ain't gonna give him that. We ain't gonna be on the headline news. <laughs> so let me ask y'all this, just real quick. Jerry uh-huh. Jones sitting and watching that first round. Trust me. Trust me, all right. That's all I'm saying. He oh, does wow. not want to watch that first round just go by. So, but but this is the thing. He may not watch that first round go by. But let me just pull up this right quick. I'm looking at these uh, free agencies. You know the free agents right before the draft. So what Jerry might do, he might say, "Okay, there's a uh, who who what we need, what we need, defensive tackle. There's a Sheldon Rich- Richardson's out there. There's a Trent Brown out there." Uh, offensive tackle. There's a uh, Landon Collins out there. There's some big name guys that they might go out there. A D Ford, although he don't, I don't think he'd fit for a four three. There's a Le'Veon Bell. There's a Kareem Hunt. There's a Frank wow. Clark. So there's people out there that Jerry Jones can finesse that thing and still make headline news before this draft begins. Well, you know that ain't us, dog. And you know we got a lot of people we got to pay already. That's gonna be our headline. That's gonna be our headline. Sign, sign and D law. Yo, first, let me say this. Um, I feel you on trying to move around, trying to make things shake, bro. But I ain't necessarily trying to give up anything to go get something else, especially not in this draft. And first, you being draft guy, you understand the the sentence I'm about to say because it may not make 
makes sense to both, but to, to most. But you could be more excited about your second and third round picks than your first round pick. Because with your because with your first round pick, you may be in a situation where you may not want to draft somebody that's there. You know what I mean? But you feel good about the value you got in the second and third. Hell, absolutely, we, absolutely. Hell, we yeah. got we got Connor in the second and Gallup in the third. You know what I'm saying? What I don't want to do is I don't want to give up a piece I'm sure about. If 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 Tyron Smith is on this team, he's our starting left tackle. There's no question mark about it. Ain't no competition. If we trade him, we got another question mark. I don't want to add question marks. You see what I'm saying? Damn, about you, a genius, man. You just recalled my mind because me and Fuss, we was happy about Xavier Woods. We was happy about Jordan Lewis. We was okay with Taco. So you're right. Fudge, damn, you smart, man. Well, here's the, here's the deal. Here's the, so here's the deal, too. I think, right. I, think that, I think that a lot of Cowboys fans have to understand how the draft works and exactly what Vaj is saying. There's only 20 first-round grades in every draft. Like, 20 guys who you're going to plug. Thank God, Leighton Vanderesh was one of those guys who you could literally plug, play, and come in and just make plays. I mean, you're talking about a lot of people don't realize just the strength, like we saw this year with Connor Williams, the strength, more or less, that you – this is a really a grown man sport. So just the strength that you have to play with, a lot of these guys really don't just come in and have the NFL strength, let alone – being able to manage a playbook, being able to play fast, being able to play and not think. So I agree with you there, Vach. If there's a guy who may have slipped through the cracks, oh, right, let me ask you this, Vach. You see your guy sitting there at, at you know, pick 40, right? And you want to and you want to skate up to get maybe to get that to get that guard that you want. You want a guard, right? Vach? Yes, sir. Okay. okay. How do you skate up? What are you doing? Um. First I want to man. because <laughs> I think I think I like so many guards this draft. Think about this, like um, okay. even 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 last year, right? We was we was thinking about uh, trading up to go get Derwin James or something. Like like, would you give up Michael Gallup to go get Derwin James over over Vanderish? Yeah, like I wouldn't. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I think, and I love Derwin James. I think this team is so good at drafting. I think a fourth round pick for us is more valuable for us than somebody else. The That's just my opinion. That's just my opinion. You know what I'm saying? So so some teams may give up thirds to move around, and that's fine for y'all. You know what I'm saying? But our third-round picks, our second-round picks in the last few years have been, you know what I'm saying, guys that, that help us win, have been Jordan Lewis, Michael Gallup. Uh, who was third? Uh, who was uh, third-round before that? Um, can't remember, whatever. But our, our, our guys, we draft well. <laughs> we straight. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So uh, Malik Collins. Malik Collins was our was our third round before that. So Malik, Gallup, Jordan Lewis, those are guys that have played pivotal pivotal points of our, you know, pivotal spots on our team. And I ain't trying to get rid of them to get a little better. So with this draft, me knowing the board or whatever, it's plenty of guards I know that uh that that will be there uh by the time we um draft or whatever. Oh, oh, hey, Mike. What's up, bro? Lord, Lord. Talk what, to what is love affair with Andy Isabella? Say again. Brian Broad is like him. I mean, uh, uh, the damn, the damn one hundred and five three crew like him. So whoever, <laughs> whoever know, they like, whoever they like, it just turned into a love affair. Nazir Adderley, uh from uh, Delaware getting a lot of love too because they like him, and they are good players. But Andy Isabella probably gonna be like a six round pick, man, seven round pick. 
and, uh, and looking at his highlights, I'm I'm looking at Ryan Switzer all over again. If you look at Ryan Switzer, if you look at Andy, and I know that a lot of people are gonna look at it now and be like, "Ah, oh, what you talking about, Law?" I'm seeing the same thing. You know, I, I was so hyped about uh, a Switzer as well as uh, this those, Andy Isabella, same person. Those guys, yeah, those guys, you really have to have a, a, a plan. You do. I mean, I like him. I've seen him play, but he's one of those guys that, again, you know, in the league, especially year one, Ryan Switzer, he, it, the game was fast for him, you know. Um, he's, he looks decent at Pittsburgh, but he's not like a real piece over there. I mean, he's a special teams guy. Sure. You got you you can't you can't put you know anything around that. You just can't. You see that we have to win with the real number one on the outside. Now Gallup is a real two. Frankly, I'm not really concerned with who's in the slot. I'm more so I like you could plug a slot guy, but I'm with you, Vata. If we wanna if we wanna protect Dak's face, that's fine. But find me that guy who I can plug and play. He needs to be from Wisconsin. He needs to be from Iowa. I don't want any more any more tackles from Texas. I know they look good playing against those defenses, but I don't want any more offensive lines from Texas. I'm sorry. I love Connor Williams. I love Connor Williams. He's just taking a play guard. But I feel you on that. I feel you on that. You want you want somebody top tier. If 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 they're gonna step in, you want a day one step in and play guy. I feel you on that. I want to plug and play. I'm with you on that. Yeah, Iowa, Iowa offensive linemen. They they breed them over there, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, 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 Wisconsin the same way, you know. But I don't want, mm, I don't want, a, I don't want a guy where I gotta. Oh, he needs to get stronger and this, that, and the third. No. So let's run this then, Foots. Uh, let's go ahead and get this started. Second round. What you looking for? Second round. I mean, it's tough. You can go interior lineman. I don't. It's it's it's. It's, it's what Foots looking for and what the Cowboys would do. Mm-hmm. The Cowboys give me both. Give you both. Mm-hmm. I like this TJ Hawkinson. I don't know if he'll be there. He gonna be gone. Oh, he gonna he'll be, be gone, Vox. Vox. That's what I want. Cowboys fans, get ready. You talk about Jason Witten, who can jump, who can freaking block, mm-hmm. who will stone you. I mean, he's a football player. I like him better than no offense. I'm serious. Just because he's more well-rounded, Vox, what do you think? Um, he's absolutely more well-rounded. Uh, see, think about think about no offense is that he gonna run faster than everybody else, and and that's you can definitely use that too. But what we do, you know, we 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 definitely need a guy that can that can block. We and TJ can run. TJ can run. He just ain't gonna run faster than everybody. Uh, TJ can catch. He's also football smart with his option routes too though Fitz. Uh you know how um how uh, Jason Witten was a master at that little little uh hitch option joint that he does that always got you know the the little the little uh first down option or whatever that little mm-hmm. thing TJ's good at those type of plays and we see guys like Blake Jarwin kind of miss on that or make the wrong read Swaim has made the wrong read um hell Rico then then got Mm. Rico, Rico had the ball thrown to him. He wasn't even looking. You know what I'm saying? But 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 TJ is a smart football player, and I think um I think he's uh he's a Garrett guy too. Football smart. So well, I like. You know, you, you, you what about like what about Jay Sternberger? Uh, that guy and uh and Irv Smith. You, well, no, 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 no. See, all right. Here's the here's the problem with both of those guys. Uh-huh. Here's the problem with both of them. I like yeah. TJ for one reason, and I think Vox hit it on the head. 
TJ is a freaking mauler when sure. it comes to as a blocker. Mean uh, law. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. It's more. It's more or less his demeanor. Schultz had it, but TJ has it times ten. And mm. like I said, I want I want an Iowa kid because they're they think different when it comes to the way that they play football, right? And so, and, and it goes back to what it goes back to what Vach is saying. Is he a Garrett guy? Oh yeah. Like you can use him in line, and you won't have to worry about those ends, you know, blowing up the play. I like Noah Fant, but somebody said it in the um in the comment section. I mean, Noah Fant's kind of a pretty boy. He's kind of a, you know, what's my boy from the Giants where. He's kind of like an extended receiver, more or less. And oh, I, oh, I, he can run. Oh, he can run. Oh, he can run. He can run. He can run. He can run. He run past the corners, Fitz. Oh, that's no, your slide receiver run. right there. That's your slide receiver. Oh. He can run. He can run. But my 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 biggest thing is again, I'm looking for it because the thing I like about TJ is while he can play in line, he's sure. not lost as a receiver. Like he could, he still has some wiggle as a receiver, and he could jump. He's not as fast as Noah Fant. He's not as polished as a receiver as Noah Fant, but he could jump, law. Like I've mm-hmm. seen him high point balls, and I'm just kind of like, okay, this guy really is the real deal. So, so let me ask you this, and if this is hypothetical, if you have DK Metcalf right there, and you have that guy that you're talking about, TJ, who you go with, and why? Oh, TJ, it's not even a, it's not even a question. You talking about the old Miss receiver. <laughs> or, 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 or Debo Samuels or somebody like that. You got those guys right there, and you're looking at this tight end, and you say, okay, I like Schultz, I like uh, Jarwin, but I got Debo Samuels. I got DK Metcalf that fell right in the second round. Let me say this. Let me say this. Hawkinson is a first-round pick. Yes, Samuels okay. and Metcalf have uh, fan bases that kind of hype them up. Yeah, they're not, they're not, they're not ready. It ain't the same. Yeah, they're not. Okay. Yeah, especially like with their route running and them being able to get off a, you know, an NFL jam and really being able to separate and footwork wise, it's not even comparable. Again, I'm looking for somebody. That's where you know what? He's already better than Dalton Schultz and Jarwin because he's more polished, and that's where. If he if he falls a little bit, maybe I will pull the trigger on this player. I mean, I'm serious. I will go to war for TJ Hawkinson. I'm serious. He jumps to me, Vach. That's my pet cat law. He jumps off mm. film to me because I don't have to. He, I don't have to put him in the weight room. Again, I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look him up tonight. TJ, what's his name? TJ Hawkinson. Vox know about him. Vox like him. I know he do. He don't like now, him more than Noah. Now, now you know, like you him. know, I'm not gonna ask Vox this question. I'm gonna ask you. What's his comparable? Who is his comparable? Um, I hate comparisons. I know Vox. He don't do yeah. comparable. Uh, okay, uh, I, I got, you. I got, uh, I got one. George I got Kittle. One. George Kittle. George. Uh, Kittle. And and watch this. People oh really? Aren't gonna like this. People aren't gonna like this. George Kittle. People aren't gonna like this, but he is a shorter. And get ready for this. Do not jump off the screen. But he's a shorter Gronk because he's a shorter Gronk. And I'm going to tell you why. Mm -hmm. People who have really paid attention to the Patriots this year, the Patriots have used Gronk more as an inline blocker. And as a a really – you know what I mean, Mm Vox? He's a shorter – he's a shorter – T.J. Hawkinson. What's his height? Right now. What's his measurables? What's his height? Somebody put that in the chat box. 6'4". He's 6'4". Yeah. Okay. 
He's six four. He's six four. He's a great player, man. He really is. Fantastic, fantastic. If you look at Mel Kuyper's uh, mock draft, of uh, 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 Fant wasn't even a um, first round pick, but Hawkinson went like seventeen or something. And I get it. I totally really? get it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I don't know about that. I, man. I, you know what? I don't really buy into Mel Kuyper, but if you, but if, if you he had put to, you on the radar, then you gone. Peep this out. If you had to, but if you had to pick out of George Kittle. Or um um, what's my man's name in um New York? The uh, Giants guy um uh tight end the Giants. Oh, you're talking about um inline receiver Mississippi. Yeah, tight end. Uh, Lord, what's his name, man? The tight end from the Giants, bro. I hate uh, that. Uh, he's a receiver, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but Ingram, 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 Ingram. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thanks, yeah. Ingram. <laughs> um, um, Fant is more like Ingram. And Hawkinson is more like Kittle, nasty ass blocker, pretty good size or whatever. Um, uh, yak guy <laughs> yeah. finishes, finishes his runs. You know what I'm saying? Like I'll, I'll take Kittle because he's more complete. What game so should long. I? What game should I look at? Uh, for all, of all, all, all of them. All of them. All of You go. You go watch his work against like uh, Wisconsin. He played good. His, his See, worst game and his good game. I, I normally look him up that way. I look at the worst game well, first. Consistent, you, consistent. Yeah, what you looking at? What you looking at with him? I watched the whole games. His Penn State game was really good. Mm-hmm. So to me, what you're looking at with him, Indiana. Watch the Indiana game as well. Okay. What you're looking at with him, um, Law, is really playing and play out how he's playing on that edge, sealing the end, getting next level, getting on linebackers. I mean, it was some plays. I'm. That's gonna be the first person that I break down on my channel. I mean, it was some plays. He he was really – I mean, Vosh can tell you, Law, I don't go out on the left for most players. This dude will get to the next level and try to destroy backers. And, I mean, to me, you just can't pay for that because some of these tight ends are so – I mean, football has changed. You know, football is such a spread-out sport now. When you see a guy lined up in 12 and he plays with that aggression, you know, you just can't – you can't – you need that, man. Man, Foots ain't, like 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 Foots ain't told no lies yet, man. Foots like nothing, <laughs> nothing but facts. But fam, he ain't gonna be there, Foots. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> oh, we just talking about nothing, then, huh? <laughs> oh. He gonna end oh. up on the Ravens or something. You know, you know, Lord, this this is this is definitely one of those early draft conversations. It'll be nice to have him, but bruh, like as, like as as much as we love him, somebody else love him just as much as us, dog. And T.J. Hawkinson gonna be gone. Just like I love Dexter Lawrence, huh? You think they can find a little bag of weed in somewhere? Nope. <laughs> oh, Dexter Lawrence gone. I'll tell you nope. that now. But, <laughs> there are, but look, this is my thing, though. There are guys that can play. Right. But my problem is, is if I wouldn't want to draft a guy if they can't be better than Blake Jarwin. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. Like, Blake like Blake is fine. And if I'm going to draft a tight end, I need him to be better than Blake Jarwin. That's that's a great point, Law. I mean, Bosh, that's a great point. It is. Because okay. Blake came on. But I don't like Blake in line, and I don't like him. I agree. I agree. Sure, sure. And then seeing seeing Blake and um, Dalton Schultz as first year players, what they was able to give us at the end of the um, you know, the uh, their uh, first year playing, give them a little bit of peanut butter, glass <laughs> of milk, 
a dumbbell or whatever, and they gonna grow up and be big and strong too. And I think both both those guys will be even better next year. So I'm not really ready to reach for a, for a uh, for a uh, tight end. I said on my last live stream, if I can have the 2016 Dallas offensive line, I'll play with Blake Jarwin and 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 Dalton Schultz. Just my opinion. No, I'm not, I'm not mad at you. I'm not mad at you with that, Vach. I'm just mm-hmm. – he's my pet cat, but you're right. I mean, everybody's going to jump on him. Um, he's going to throw the bench out probably 30 times. Oh, he's so, yeah, yeah he's going to kill it. So, he'll, they'll jump on him. All right, so, guys, what position – you put me on TV, now I'm going to put you on TV. What position – rank your positions in the second round. All right. Is it interior lineman? Is it tight end? Rank your positions, Vach, where you just say – I'm going there, especially if it's best player available as well. And Law, you throwing in receiver, and I'm not mad at that. I think that I think that Gallup is my two, but what do you want to do there? At 58, I want nothing but an offensive lineman, and at wow. the whether the the best offensive lineman you can give me at 58. Now, when we get to the third round, we can have a conversation. Then I would love to have a Tariq Cohen type of guy, but when I look at my receivers, they all over six foot. B B. As soon as B's walk out the door, as soon as B's clean his locker out, all my receivers gonna be over six foot. And I think that says a lot about where we're trying to move at the receiver position. Mm-hmm. They're all nuanced route runners. They're 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 all that. So when I'm looking at my second pick, I think it's going to be a lot of defensive tackles there. Um, I don't need an edge player. We got we got four of them that I feel good about. Right. I, you know, we don't need linebackers. I think safety comes in the conversation in the um, in the third round. So safety, we can talk about backup running back, slot kick return, punt return guy, uh, or defensive line. We can look at those guys at in the, in, the, in the third round, but second round, I want nothing on my plate but offensive line. Somebody, let me ask you this. Let What's me that? ask you this, Vach and, up, and Law. So you had a situation two years ago. Buda Baker fell. Remember, mm. he fell to the second. So let's so let's let's and he's turned out to be a really good player. I was about to make this so difficult. I know you <laughs> know he he put me in the box. <laughs> Go ahead. Hey, why, why can't I? Hey, hey, Law, why can't I ask questions, Law? I just want to know. You, hey, I got it. But, but, but let me tell you this before you, before you go. I'm just going to give you mine. I would rather for us to just draft from the – I'm always the core guy. And I'm, oh. I'm a defensive side of the ball, Vatsan offense. I go with a deep, big, nasty, belly hanging over the knees guy, defensive tackle that's in the inside. Then I work my way on out to the outside. Defensive tackle and then safety, uh, second, uh, third round, and then everything else. I look for that running back, that scat back in the fourth. And I see foot. This one I don't like about law because law like law like to get on these shows and agree with us. We gonna run straight to his channel when we not around. Give me that running back. I give give me that running back in the second round. Give me that star receiver. I don't care. I don't care nothing about the core. Give me the play. <laughs> I want the core though. I want that core, that defensive tackle, and then you slide around and you get that safety. And it's 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 toss up. But if that dog or Alexander Madison is there, man, go give me that guy. <laughs> All right, so. Two things. Go ahead. <laughs> y'all, hey, hey, I love this, man. I can do this. I can do this in my state. I love y'all, man. So let, here we go. Yes, sir. Fox Law. So you have all right. So people are getting high on the on the Adderley guy, right? And yeah, first of all, maybe the chat could tell me what they like about him. Um, you know, I see a guy that's good. He just doesn't jump off the screen. And I also get nervous with some of those guys that haven't played big-time football. 
especially at a position like safety. I'll tell you what, Foots. What was the name again of the guy you talked about? Lazare Adley from from uh, Delaware. Adley Adley is a senior bowl guy, so we're going to learn a lot about him this week. And part of him playing in Delaware versus other obscure state-ass teams, it does kind of make me nervous. But Foots, he's around the football. Right. He can tackle, and he has a little bit of range. I don't necessarily know about his coverage ability yet. I I don't have a good idea about his IQ, but he has a great instinct. There's a difference between IQ and instinct. He may not be able to see it, but sometimes these these DBs that can feel their way around the ball or whatever, I think Adley has a natural feel himself around the ball. Plus, he's a nasty player, and he and he can kind of kick return a little bit. Yeah. So I'm not ready to just flat out say he's the he's the um, best safety yet. There's a, there's a uh, there's a kid in Alabama that can that can play his ass off at safety. All I'm yeah, saying, I like, I like Deontay. Tom. I was about to say. Absolutely. I'm just saying, as far as Adderley, I'm gonna have we gonna have we're gonna get a lot of answers about him this week at the senior bowls. It's, it's a lot of talent there. Um, I like him though. If I can get him in the third, I'm running to go, I'm running <laughs> to go get him. I'm running to go get him. Me in too. The third. I'm running down there too. Well, I like so I, I see a guy that can run and I've seen some things, but I just get worried with these small school guys and you're just playing. You just but, not playing. But, but, but just but just think about this though. Just think about this before you go to your point. You got Xavier Woods and you got Adley I, out there on the same at the same place at the same time out there on the field. What would you do? Well, how would you well, feel? Okay. How would you I feel? feel how would you feel, Foots? It would be beautiful. <laughs> and 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 watch this, Law. Xavier Xavier Woods was a semi-small school guy. I mean, Louisiana Tech isn't like right, you know a right. big sure. school. So and he and, and Xavier Woods has looked decent in the NFL. I mean, he really has. Um, to me. To me, I'm gonna go Taylor Rap over Adderley, but that's me. Cause yeah. I just I when you talk about IQ, I mean, you listen to Chris Peterson talk about one of the smartest players he's ever had on his team. Yeah. I mean, and this is also a guy where you can legit watch you can watch him go guard a slot receiver and erase a a, a slot receiver. So I'm I'm a Taylor Rap fan myself. You but, got gotta spell it out for me so I can look him up. Watch Taylor. Him. Watch. Taylor-Rap-T-A-Y-L-O-R-Rap-R-A-P-P-R-A-P-P-R-A-P-P-R-A-P-P-R-A-P-P-R-A-P-P-R-A-P-P-R-A-P-P-R-A-P-P-R-
great, great eyes. So don't don't get it twisted. He he can really ball. I just want my look. As long as I get my offensive lineman in the second round, y'all can do whatever the hell y'all want to do. I don't care. Look, if we can get Bryce in the third, and you know what, Foots? Um, if you look at how the draft normally lays out, I think day day three is for that. Sometimes more talented players get drafted in in the um, third round, but day three is basically for people that's too short. People that got caught with a gun under their seat, people that's unhealthy, people that kidnapped their girlfriend, people with concerns or whatever. So I think, I think, I think his baseline is going to be the fourth round. So who, who's who, who, whoever's at the top of the fourth round, I think he's going to be the first guy to go. Uh, that's just how the draft normally works. Day one and day and day two is 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 mostly premium players. But uh, if we can get Bryce in the fourth, I'll take him. I'll take him, sir. But. I'm trying to fix my offensive line in the first. And, you know, if y'all want to kick Jeff Heath off a bridge in the third round, I'm not mad at you. But uh, I think it's going to be plenty of guys that can come in and play uh, Tariq Cohen guy. I think it's plenty of guys that can do that. Mm. There's a kid from Memphis. Uh, I think his name is Daryl Henderson or something like that. Right, yeah, boy, bad boy. But go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. That's like a C-Law, C-Law, and that's why you need me and Fuss because these <laughs> people will jump in your chat box and they have you, uh, they have you watching these highlights on these six round guys. You be like, yeah, I take him to third. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. <laughs> that boy fast though. Okay, what I saw, I said, look at, I know it was highlights because I, I really like, I don't have time, so that's why I really got to dive deep this week. And then I got to really look at the senior bowl, like you said, and uh, the combine. That's where I get all my material well, from. What I'm I, looking at so the highlights do, this time. What I do is we got to also understand that right. the Cowboys, especially with that with that second with that second round pick. Now, I like this Adderley again, but the chances of them drafting a Delaware player, you know, in the second round is just not high. I mean, unless he's going to be, you know, what's my what's my linebacker from the Colts? You know South Carolina State, and he There's played that. well. You mm-hmm. know, you know what I mean, um, Bosch. But mm-hmm. it's yeah, you're right. We did develop, we did develop 38. But with your two, you're treating your two like he's a one. So you really want him. You know, hey, you man. want him to develop. You want him to come in. Excuse me. You want him to come in ready. Mm-hmm. You need to hit. You got to now because you don't have a one. You got to hit on this too. Let me let me um let me say this in the um chat box uh Mel Hayes you know he's getting a little getting a little getting a little getting a little wild in there my <laughs> comment about 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 guys that fall to day three short guys gun under the sea guys you know character issue guys right that's their day mostly but he's saying. What about the Jalen Smith pick? That Jalen Smith pick is working out, fam. Jalen Smith is like he was like one of the top three players in that draft. He, you could argue that he was the best player in that draft. He wasn't, but you could argue that. You know what I mean? So if one of those caliber players fall, of course you don't wait to the fourth round to get them. You you go and get them kind of early. But the but the Cowboys drafted him in, in the uh, drafted him in the second, and people were still saying. Man, the Cowboys kind of went for Jalen Smith kind of early, right? Yes, it worked out, but that caliber talent—if that falls—I mean, if he falls because of injury, of course you you take him early. But we talking about Bryce Love, who ain't the top five best player in anybody's draft. He's first round talent. He's 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 a, he's a first round talent, but he ain't nobody's top five best player in no draft. 
So Bryce yeah. Love could possibly fall to the fourth round. It ain't personal. It's just it's just the league is a business now. You know I, I, I want I want both of you guys to educate me just a little bit on for this. Uh, Jalen Smith, you you said he was like top top five talent, right? He was. We, we had some he people that said his draft grade was higher than Ezekiel Elliott. Some people said that. It was. Um, in a, in a, in a, in a, in a <laughs> nutshell. Go ahead. Uh, Randy Gregory. Uh, he was a he was a top five talent, right? He was a top ten talent. Top ten top talent. 10. So it's a difference between that. So, so 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 you guys are painting this picture for me. So Bryce Love is more of like a top twenty. Yeah. So okay. So y'all painted the picture real well for me, man. Appreciate it. That's all here's I needed. This is information. Here's the thing, Law. Yeah, talk so to people me. People got to understand when Christian McCaffrey was at Stanford. He was at Stanford. All right, and. He had a great year. He had an amazing year. The, the, the very next year, Bryce Love followed that up with an amazing year. Broke all his records. Yeah, exactly. He literally broke all of Christian McCaffrey's records. Oh, really? So, hmm. yeah, exactly. So, that's the type of player that Bryce is. Bryce Love is a really, really good player. Like, I'm not – I don't care what the chat box is saying. And he's not – he's a better player than Darren Sproles. He's – he can run. He can. He he runs. He Bryce Love is a good back. The injury is going to set him back. But if you can get and what the what the Cowboys would use him for is a change of pace guy because he would be a change of pace from Zeke. But you can also throw him the football as well because he's extremely smart. See, some of these running backs, you got to understand. You just can't put anybody back there to protect your quarterback to protect the blind side to pick up different, you know, coverages. You got to know I'm dump here. I do this and that. Trust me, you know, Bryce Love is extremely intelligent. So to me, you know, I, I like Love. He will be, if he's sitting there in the fourth round, I'm running to the car, I mean, to the table to draft Bryce Love. If he's sitting there now, in the third round, I'm drafting him. Now, if you want to trade up to the top of the fourth, we can talk. We can yeah. do that. You know what I'm saying? If you want to move around some guys, I'm with that. You know, you know, assuming that we have some comp picks, maybe or something like that. I'll, I'll, I'll move around day three, um, but I'm trying to keep, you know, two and three or whatever. But if if we can get Bryce at the top of the fourth, let's go get him. I'm with that. Okay, let's go, man. Hey, I'm all down for it. Shoot. Oh, we, listen, we got we got a lot of time to dissect um, because we can't, you know, we can't build a, we can't build a board today because we just don't have all the information. I mean, you got to watch film. I'm glad to relate to the party because what happens is people fall in love. They fall in love early and don't and all do all the homework. And what's going to happen as well is the underwear, the, the underwear Olympics, you know, the Byron Jones of the world. He's going to show up and show out during the combine. And somebody going to be like, hey, what's that? Uh, you say about some from obscure state. Who is this guy who run a 4.2 or well, something? Well, 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 see, Law, what happens is, and I said this on my last show and it make perfect sense. Mel Kiper did his did his uh did his mock draft or whatever, and and um and um and uh Trey Wingo asked him, "Yo, Mel, what happened to Ed Oliver, man? He was a first round pick. I mean, he was a first overall pick a year ago, and now he's failed. Like, what happened?" And my sentiments was, "The film ain't changed. Ed Oliver now is the same guy Ed he Oliver once was. Mm. It's just that people want to rush so fast to be first. People don't do their homework. That's Quentin really Williams." Good. Better than Ed Oliver. Drop Vice dropped the damn Quentin Williams video on what October or something like September mm -hmm. or something. I've yeah, been wow. dropped the Quentin Williams video, and 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 now you see draft people saying, "Hey, have y'all seen this Quentin Williams guy from from Alabama?" Hold He's on, hold, hold on, hold on. Hey, let me jump into Vice. Wait a minute, now Philip Ellis. 
Wait a minute. Byron Jones is not overrated. You have to know right, right. that that's in yeah, law. Like I think people took your words out of context. Byron Jones is not overrated. He was out of position. That's sure. not on Byron Jones. Sure. Yeah, yeah, but draft. I'm saying like before the yeah. draft, nobody knew that Byron Jones was gonna jump out of this out of this planet, and nobody had him going into the first round. You see, but you then the exactly. underwear Olympics it happened, and then he got to the first round. But 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 that's what I was saying in those contexts. I'm always gonna be believing that Byron Jones is a, is a nice cornerback opposed yeah, to a no, safety. I, but I yeah, mm-hmm. you with these guys that you draft, the problem is again, mm-hmm. scouts, coaches. They don't. They don't marry the pick to the scheme. Sure. And it, and it's and it's you just like, dude. These guys aren't pro ready when you get them. You have to. You know what I mean. You have to. You gotta. You gotta develop them. You gotta put them in position to be a great player. He still has to. He still. He, and so my point is this. Let's take Obi Melanfamu for example. Mm-hmm. Another Greek goddess, but he's not a safety. He's not. He wasn't a safety. His film didn't scream safety. When you saw him come down, he was timid. He didn't want to come fill. He didn't Boy. tackle aggressively. He missed a lot of tackles. Preach it, brother. He played high. That boy's run track, though. That yeah, run. there you go. That boy's run track. I you know what I would have made him? I would have made him an outside corner. But, 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 but let me ask you this to, to pick it back off of that did you see Carl Lawson? Did you see him coming? Did you see a Darius Leonard? Did you see those guys coming? Did you we see knew those guys were great because we watched film. Carl Lawson. Hey, hey. Listen, I've been on Darius Leonard. You know, Clemson pulled his scholarship, so right. I've been on I've been on Darius Leonard before. And you can go check my receipts. Uh, 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 Law, I love Darius Leonard. Likewise, go, go, on, go on Twitter because look, I remember on on, um, on uh, Twitter, I was actually having the Darius Leonard, Leighton Vanderish conversation. Somebody pull that. Wait, the receipts is out there. This ain't nothing new. <laughs> Y'all coming with it, boy? Boy, the thing is, the thing is, uh-huh. I'm I'm a draft guy. So mm-hmm. again, and. The thing about Darius Leonard was you can go. He's he was a hungry player. Sure, you know I like Miles Gaskins. I, I see people talking about Miles. I like Miles Gaskins. Yeah. But so the point is, the point is, I think like I think I think Vach is right. Everybody just relax, calm down because again, early in the let's talk about the quarterbacks for example. Everybody was Will Greer, Will Greer. Where I'm from, I'm from Maryland, Virginia. I could have told anybody that my boy at Ohio State. I mean, this kid is the real deal. To me, you know, Dwayne Haskins, I'm a Dwayne Haskins guy to the day I die. I think he can make every throw. I, I just think that he's going to get put in this box of, oh, he's Teddy Bridgewater. Stop it. Dwayne Haskins is way better than Teddy Bridgewater. It's not even close. So whoever drafts Dwayne Haskins is going to get a damn good quarterback. But last year or the year, like, it was Will Greer. It was this person. It was Drew Locke, all these guys who, you know, but – so I think what happens is everybody needs to calm down mm-hmm. and really watch and really say, hmm, could he work in this scheme or could he work for this? You know, some things just ain't going to happen. You feel what I'm saying? Sure. And I think it's going to be a crazy draft because I, I really believe that Arizona may trade Josh Rosen. I don't think that Cliff Kingsbury is mm-hmm. married to Josh Rosen. Okay. That could shake up a lot of things. That could shake up the whole draft. They may really go draft Colin Murray. Like that'd be a bad idea, man. No, that'd be a bad, no. be a terrible idea. That, that <laughs> <be>. <laughs> hey, I saw some highlights of that boy throwing that ball to Antonio Brown. <laughs>
I'm just playing with you. Stop watching highlights. Listen, if the if the Cardinals don't draft Nick Bosa or trade back and fix their offensive line, which is trash, it won't matter anyway. So, I agree. I so agree. you know, and plus, this ain't really the 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 class you want to go get quarterbacks in, man. Next year's quarterback class ridiculous. Next watch year. this. Watch this, botch. What's up, have man? you ever have you ever heard a coach come out and say that? They they they, they they never gonna say it, and they should. But no 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 no, I'm sorry. No 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 no. Say what what Cliff said about Josh and uh. What did he say? Oh, no, it went, no, it, no, it, well, see for for it context, went ra- it went under the radar. Cliff said it when he was coaching. Cliff ain't say it when he was in Arizona. It's, it's different. <laughs> <laughs> what did he say, man? Y'all help me out. He said uh, he said if I had the first overall pick, I would I would take Kyler Murray right now. But he said, he, so so he coaches the Cardinals now, and now he has the first overall pick. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There you go. So That's the thing. Truth is, oh, okay. Basically, it was one of the things like they they they're gonna use that soundbite a lot. Trust me. Get they're ready. Mean. And I don't I don't think it's gonna be a thing. It'll be a great news piece if we just surprise with it. But um, I I'm not I'm not buying it, man. I'm not buying it. I, listen, to be honest, to be honest with you, you know, um, um, to be honest with you. You know, I watch me shake it up. I don't. I don't even think. I don't think. I like Kyler Murray. Sure. You're not gonna win in this NFL with a five eight quarterback. He cannot. Don't say it. Don't say it. People say the same thing about Russell. Law. Russell. Look, Kyler's two inches shorter than Russell. And I was just about to say that. And and I I knew everybody. Everybody's gonna comp him to Russell Wilson. It's just stop. The problem is. The problem is, you know, the problem with Kyler Murray is that he's going to go to a bad team, especially if he goes high. That's the problem. And he's going to be expected to exactly. And what if he go? To, what if he goes to the Giants? Oh, we good. Are we good, dog? The Cowboys yeah. good. He's going to have to last around. This ain't big well. He's going to have to be ten yards off the ball to even see receivers. It's not gonna. It's, it'll be fun, and he's Frank, gonna make. What Frank Tarkison and uh, and uh, Doug Flutie? <laughs> wow, this is 2019. <laughs> these damn, these damn alien ass defenders. Ed Oliver go 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 throw up and run a four like a like a four seven like a four eight. Rashawn Gary run a four eight. Okay, okay. Good, good luck to you. And, and he almost 290. Good luck to you. These aliens going to start chasing. And look, it ain't even the sacks that's going to kill them. People get hit more than they get sacked. True, that's, that's what's going to kill them. Like, 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 like everybody talking about, like, well, Baker Mayfield, he is two inches shorter and 25 pounds smaller than Baker. Quit it. Wow. Mm. Yeah. He's 180. He's 5'8, 180. He's a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Around this time of year, people, you know, people can't. <laughs> You can't take those measurements, dude. Like, I know people who – so I got a buddy who trains out here in Forestville, Maryland, and he's he's committed to Oklahoma. And he told me, like, Kyler Murray is small. Like, he he is small to the point to where it's like when you see some of these D linemen, it's, it's just not going to work. I mean, just imagine getting hit. And, and you want him to put on healthy weight, man. Again – it, it's, it's gonna, it's, it's not gonna, you know. Boy, Kyle, Kyle need to go get that thirty-three mil guarantee. <laughs> just, quit playing. just quit playing, dog. <laughs> quit, just get out of here. Um, hell, what else? That's about that's that's about it. What else we got? Uh, y'all got any um any early pet cats? I ain't really got none so far, but 
Everybody, um, go watch TJ Hawkinson. Come back sure. soon. Okay, that's my pet cat. Who's yours, Vach? And I'll go watch. There's a kid like, named Gerald. Already. There's a kid named. Well, first of all, I can't count Quentin Williams as one of my pet cat because he's the best. But boy, Quentin Williams is great. But if I could be a little more, you know, whatever, whatever. There's a cat named Gerald Willis. Um, he was. Uh, he was. Uh, he was originally uh, a. Um, Florida, Florida commit, but he got in trouble and he went to some small ass school and now he's playing at the University of Miami. Senior bowl guy. And I think he's gonna whoop everybody's ass when he uh once he uh gets there. Three tech and he could be at fifty eight. So uh y'all y'all go out there and check him Let out. Let me go look at the senior bowl uh roster just to freshen up. Oh, it's going to be – let me – let me. I just happen to have a clipboard with a lot of – Y'all give us some cheat notes, man. Uh, who should we have an eye on on the senior bowl? Who we should pay, pay a, a special attention to? And I'll be more than willing to uh, to deep dive into that. So let me know, uh, Vach and uh, Foots. So you want to just focus on senior bowl or, like, you want to keep this, like, Cowboy-centric because I can do both? <clears throat> just do both because, uh, you know, I, I still want to know just in case the damn Redskins or the or the Giants pick up the person or the Eagles, and I'll be like, dang, this guy got this type of trait. Well, the yeah. Redskins are looking at quarterbacks, so okay. well, they, if have you... to, they have to draft a quarterback. They can't move any farther without drafting a quarterback, so. Well, if you look at 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 um at um quarterbacks, the the first two guys are Haskins and Murray, so they're not gonna be here. But every no, other guy that you have questions about, whether it be Daniel Jones from Duke, Will Greer from West Virginia, Drew Locke, Missouri, Jared Stidham from Auburn, Ryan Finley, North Carolina State, Tyree Jackson, Buffalo, Gardner Minshew, who I really like from Washington State, and Trace McSorley from Penn State, all those guys gonna be in the uh, conversation. They're all big name guys, but they're all got they're all guys that got something to Prove so we're gonna have to learn a lot about him in the uh in the uh in the uh process. Uh Michigan got a running back coming out, Karan Higdon, uh from Michigan. I know Fuss know him. Um so, yeah, he's a good player. Yeah, so, yeah. He, he he's basically one of the, the big names though. Go go ahead. So, Fitz. Boss, if you're looking at a quarterback, I like this Daniel Jones. I like the Duke quarterback. Yeah, from Duke, he um, can play. Yeah, he can play. Um so and Jared Stidham's not a bad guy. I mean he's he's okay. I'm Will Greer may go light it up. He's sure. going to be one of the bigger names. Sure. Um, Drew Locke. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Drew Locke. Yeah. So, I mean, this this senior bowl is going to be interesting now. All mm-hmm. right. Um, and when do they start practice? Tomorrow? Tomorrow. And Vach going to be covering the whole thing. Tune in. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as uh, as far as far uh, receivers go, um, uh, Penny Hart from Georgia State, Andy Isabella from UMass, Debo Samuel, South Carolina. People really like him. He's a big, he has a big fan base behind him. Don't fall for the, you know, don't fall for, mm-hmm. for the uh, smoke though. David Seals from West Virginia, Anthony Johnson from Buffalo. Although some, some, some guys I really like. Uh, no real big name tight ends for real, for real. Um, you know, you know, none of the guys that we that we called out. But uh, offensive line, I need everybody to get their notepad out for offensive line. Let me get my notepad. I got it out already. Go ahead. Um, Andre Diller from Washington State. That dude can play. Tackle. Left tackle from Washington State. That kid can play. Max Sharping from Northern Illinois. He can play. uh, Titus Howard from Alabama State. His big ass can go out there. If he get his his, his feet right, he can play. Um, Michael Dieter, the kid from Wisconsin. Uh, keep eyes on him. He got he got uh he got games at tackle guard and center. Not just like one game at center. I think he's played whole seasons here. He's a senior. He's played four years. hadn't hadn't missed any games. Healthy guy. Played guard, tackle, and center. Look out for him. Uh, Bo Benchwall. That's Benchwall. Funny ass last name. Just put B B E A U 
Benz and just let the let the damn Google search help you out the rest of the way. He's uh he's he he's another Wisconsin kid that that um that uh Foots kind of wants to come in and play and uh play day one. Uh both those Wisconsin kids, Michael Dieter, both Ben Schwab, both of them can play. Um looking at center, El, uh Elgin uh Jenkins from Mississippi State. Nasty. Mm. Nasty. Just in case you got reservations about Travis Frederick, he can come in and play for you. Uh Ross Pierschenbacher from uh from uh from from Bama. He's a center, just in case you got any um reservations. And Eric McCoy from Texas AM. You know, that's uh that's the offensive lineman to look out for. Um yeah, I mean and, hey guys, your boy, you know, Nasir Adderley will be there. So Nasir Adderley, guys like okay. Montana. Uh, uh, guys like uh, Montez Sweat, Mississippi State edge player, he's gonna be there. Jalen Ferguson, I think he led the uh, led the country in sacks from La Tech. He's gonna be there. Uh, O'Shane Zimenez, um, Old Dominion, obscure state. He's one of those guys. <laughs> uh, old ass Dominion. He's another small small school kid that you know. You know, I'm, I'm really gonna be keeping eyes on him. Uh, and Zach Allen from Boston College. I know he got a little fan base. People, uh, people really uh, concerned about him. So. Um, and I called out some uh, cornerbacks and um, Nazir Ali, uh, safety from Delaware. I'm gonna be keeping eyes on him. So it's a lot of senior bowl guys to look at, man. So keep your eyes open, please. Mm, no, Adderley. I mean it's gonna listen. This is gonna be it's gonna be fun, Law. And so you know, me and Vach, Vach hits the film, and I kind of really, I kind of just really dissect like what what other teams maybe want to do, who maybe want to jump funny. Like I can tell you right now. The Redskins can't make another move until they draft their future quarterback. So mm. uh, you're going to hear a lot of smoke and mirrors. They, I mean, they have to. You can't yeah. move. As a GM, I'm, all right, so I got my scouts. You guys are my scouts. So you my film guys. You telling me what's going on. But I can't move forward as a team unless I have a quarterback. I just told you guys at the beginning of our, of our video, we can win with four. Now we can go start plugging pieces. These teams who don't have quarterbacks, the Giants, the Skins, Sure. Um, I mean, I mean Miami. What are they going to do a quarterback? Jacksonville. So you're going to get yeah, Jacksonville. So you're going to get teams to start reaching, start doing some things in free agency. So that's another thing that it can really push some good talent back. That's what you're hoping. You're hoping that you really want Daniel Jones to go out here and light it up. You want Will Greer to go out there and light it up. So some of these teams can reach on some of these bums, and then we go out and do our thing. Don't call them bums, Fuzz. They work hard. Man. They work. Okay, hard. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> don't, don't call these bums bums. I'm not. I'm not trusting Will Greer in the NFL. I'm just not. Big Twelve make everybody look a little better, huh? There you go. Come mm. on, Vox. And I know I don't want to offend anybody, but I'm not trusting some of these guys. You know, they get to an NFL practice because what people don't understand is just let's just let's just think of something simple right here and now. The field shrinks in the NFL. Sure. Like the yeah. hash marks aren't the same. So all of those wide plays and all of those, you know, they got 10 receivers on the field. It, it feel like that sure. stuff don't work in the league, dog. Sure. Like that stuff don't – the talent is is legit in the NFL. I mean, the backups in the league are, are flat out. So, I mean. Uh, so we got like – so, so we got like 15 minutes, you know what I'm saying? I, I ain't going to hold y'all too, too long. Let's, uh, let's get some thoughts about, uh, about Kellen Moore, and we're going to wrap this thing up and get up out of here. Uh, first, I want to hear you first, man. Matter of fact, I want to hear Law first. I want to hear Law first. He the OG. <laughs> he the OG. I want to hear Law first. What's well, the thing about Kellen Moore? 
Well, well, I, I've, I've I got so many people to hit me up and inbox me about Kelly Moore. They they told me to look up this John Gruden tape, the Gruden grinder, and uh, they was telling me that Kelly Moore he pretty much draw drawed up a craft up the plays for Boise. And I looked up his record; it was like fifty something and three. So to me personally, it's going to be a new wrinkle. I think that he can identify with Dak Prescott and see what his strengths are. I think he can say that. But by him being, the, I guess, the quarterback coach, he can only uh, help him out in, in in terms of quarterbacking. But now it's in terms of actually drawing out the plays. So to me, I think that he's going to be a very, very beneficial part to Dak Prescott and moving the ball vertically and horizontally with the actual pass. But I still have my reservation against the run. I don't know how he's going to draw up the plays for the run. That's my thoughts. You know, you know there are good and bad things about the Cowboys fan base on the internet, you know what I mean? Like, the good thing is that we get views. Bad thing is that they go find damn videos <laughs> six years ago that don't even matter no more. The Gruden um, right. Hey, somebody just said, hey, yo, I agree with Aron. Hey, I gotta give you a shout out. Aronano1013. You mm-hmm. my dog. You ain't you can, you ain't said nothing but the truth. These mother evers wanted Kellen Moore on the first bus out the door. And now... Mm-hmm. I, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, Law, I just don't see. Well, number one, is it confirmed that he's the new OC? It's not been confirmed, but this is the thing. They went and picked up John Kittner, right? That's mm-hmm. a promotion for John Kittner. There's no, I never seen like a assistant quarterback coach. So for me, from my understanding, they're going to at least promote Kellen Moore to some type of position outside of quarterback coach. And just looking at the track record of the Cowboys, they promoted Jason Garrett in 2000 from 2007. Remember, 2007 was a nice year. They promoted him to assistant head coach slash coordinator and gave him the same salary of Wade Phillips. So that was in 2008. So, well, the big thing is, yeah, I don't. I, hopefully, he just has a hand in. I think number one, Garrett's gonna call plays. I said this last week. Okay. And, and I was, I just, I, I think Garrett's, I think Jason Garrett is going to call play. So that, and that was my title. Like, be careful what you wish for. Cause I know people are iffy about Garrett anyway. So yeah, I think in Philip Ellis's spot on, I think that he is going to have a hand in design play design, but I just, I don't care what you call it. The ball needs to come out quicker. That's to me, Vach. the ball has to come out quicker. These long-developing Eric Coriel, that's not Dak Prescott's strength. You need a guy like Phillip Rivers who's extremely accurate to run that stuff. You know, the ball – we need more West Coast concepts where and the I ball think, is out. I think that's what Kellen Moore did a lot of in, in Boise, actually, you know. Okay. So, um, so I think the whole Garrett might call plays, I think that's for, like, politics. I don't necessarily think Garrett gonna call plays. Just like I don't think, um, just like I don't think Marinelli's the uh, the uh, the uh, DC anymore. You know what I mean? I think I think Kellen Moore is is a brilliant football mind, and it ain't like I'm just saying that this year. Vach was saying Kellen Moore when people was out here trying to kick him off the bridge. So I do agree with my man's in the, in the in the uh, chat box there. Uh, I remember watching film on 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 uh, Kellen Moore back in the Gatman Boys State. Kellen Moore and Kellen Moore was always brilliant from the neck up. Always brilliant. So, you know, when people saying, oh, but Dak Prescott took his job, beat him out. Well, you know, Kellen didn't have arm talent. And he was short. You know, he didn't he didn't have all the all the extra stuff. But from the brains up, 
Kellen Moore was, you know, he was he was great. And if you go watch any Kellen Moore Boise film session, you will see some of the combinations and things that that they were doing. It was a lot of motion. It was ahead of their time, honestly. And this the funny shit. This the funny. They said Kellen Moore wouldn't make it as a quarterback in the league because of his college concepts. Those same college concepts is what people are dying to have in the league now. All the movement, all the shifts, the damn motions. We don't pound the ball in the league no more. I mean, we do, but we do it through um through motions and shit now. I dropped a film yesterday. If y'all haven't, uh, not a film, but a video, if y'all haven't seen it, go check it out. But I basically drew the same play nine different times, right? And I just, all I did was incorporate motion and I incorporated movement, shifts, and different formations, personnel packages, right? That's all it is. So people saying that we need a new scheme, that ain't true. We're going to have the same scheme because Sean McVay run the same plays that we run. Sean McVay just got a pretty ass bow and some goddamn spray paint on his. That's all we're gonna do. We're gonna run the same plays we've been running. We just not gonna run it out of out of twins. We're gonna run it out of quads with a with a B bird motion on 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 the on the back end of it. Making Tavon a a, a damn lead blocker to the weak side of we run right. That's what we're gonna do. And I think Kellen Moore has has plenty of plenty plenty experience do, experience doing that. Uh, I'm excited to see what he uh, what he's uh, what he's gonna bring to the table. Well, I'll be looking for those results, man. I, I hope that he can elevate this offense. And and Dak Prescott, of course, I'm not gonna use him as a battering ram, but he gonna have to learn. This year, I'm looking for him to beat that eight and nine man front. And I think that this year, I think that Kellen Moore can help him out because if you look at it. Like you said, Kellen Moore didn't have the strongest arm in the world, so he should know how to identify certain plays that can help out Dak Prescott. Man, and to me, Dak Prescott's arm is uh, stronger than Kellen Moore's. I'm man, y'all know something that's going to make all this better? That's just going to make Kellen Moore look just so much better? Player execution. If we had <laughs> if we had great players, this shit won't even be a conversation. It won't be. Now, this is my thing with the player execution. I've been saying this on my channel, Vox Lombardi. You say just a lot of shit. But just because we got Shaq, and I'm gonna use this analogy here. If you draw up Shaq to shoot that three, if he draw up Shaq to shoot that three, and that's not his skill set, if they continue to do that, and I don't mean to scream in your ear, but if they continue to do that, <laughs> boy, they better figure out something. That's all I'm saying. We don't they do that. Use we these don't players to the best strength and the best of their abilities, but that, don't 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 misplace them. That's all I'm saying. But we don't do that. We don't we don't we don't make Shaq shoot threes we, we, we just we just keep putting Shaq in the paint and we just expect so that, and, and we just expect Shaq to execute that, 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 that Lyle Collins Shaq <laughs> just missing dunks right now that's all and, and people want Shaq to do to do to do uh to do to do funky shit go, go ahead Foot. go ahead Foot. no I mean I think the ball has got to come out quick sure with timing you know right, with timing right, I think that. that he got to hit that 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 third foot and then the ball needs to be out and and you got to do some things with that. So the defense, you know, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta make the defense play left-handed instead of them making you play left-handed. Mm-hmm. You need to make these defenses play left-handed. So I think we, as the Dallas Cowboys Avengers, we just gotta understand. And I'm talking about me, Law Foots, and Coy. I just think um, we just gotta, we just gotta understand that Cowboys fans ain't gonna never be satisfied. And, and and we just gonna have to just take that and deal with it, you know. Uh, they want Dak to 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 not dink and dunk, but then like they say, oh, I mean, you know, we, why don't we throw the ball downfield a little? Bit? Okay, cool. Then Dak start missing downfield, and they go, well, uh, well, uh, well, uh, we need to we need to you know 
get the ball out quicker. Okay, let's go back to Dakin and Duncan. Then. <laughs> yeah, why did that get back? We throw the ball downfield. And, and we look at Tom Brady, his whole entire career. And I'm not saying Dak Prescott is Tom Brady, but that brother dinked and dunked. You saw that Chargers game? Sure. <laughs> the ball oh, average in there, three yards. His whole career been five and out, five and in slants, timing stuff. He just does it well, mm-hmm. you know. And and so I, I'm with you, man. I just, you know, wow. I listen. I understand. Yeah. I'm yeah, speechless too. I'm, 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 I'm speechless too. I just wanted to work. But first, uh, closing thoughts and pluggy stuff, so we can get up out of here, bro. Go ahead. Hey, man. All y'all, let me know. Keep, 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 keep finding me. Keep uh, subscribing. Also, check out the music. I just dropped a new song. It's on Spotify. It's called Creep. Spotify, SoundCloud. Creep. Just type Foots and Coles. Foots times Coles. Uh, that's me playing the drums and wrote the song. So I hope y'all enjoy it. Hey, Vox, thank you for having me on, Law. Let's keep talking draft, man. This was a good yeah. hit right here. Let's okay. do it again next week, man. Um, I'll be in y'all uh, in y'all's uh, chat box in the damn group chat. Uh, Law, um, final thoughts and plug your stuff. Oh yeah, man. Um, this 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 is the best part of the year for me as well. I, I love the draft. There's no win loss record. I'm I'm just I'm just I'm just gonna hush this year. And say that Will McClay is going to do his thing. Matter of fact, I ought to just say this right now. With the person, whoever's going to be the first round draft pick, I ought to say they're going to be trash. Because I was wrong last year and it worked out. So I'm going to hope I'm going to be wrong this year. Whoever the second round draft pick, I'm going to call him trash. I'm going to say, oh man, we don't need to get that guy. And maybe there can be some reverse psychology of the thing, right? <laughs> I'm just playing with y'all. Shout out to y'all, man. Y'all can follow me on LAW Nation. Just type that in for the information on on your Googles or on your Twitter and Instagram. Peace. Yeah, man. Y'all y'all already know me. Um, y'all go check out that last video I made just to kind of give you an idea about uh, you know um, um, scheming things open and running different plays out of different formations. People calling calling for me to be the OC. I would do it, but y'all ass is ungrateful. Y'all don't deserve it, so. Uh, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna stay on this microphone on this camera. V O C H L O N B A R D I everything man. Like the video and all that. The Vach's Voice podcast. Also, I'm coming out with a uh, was well, kind of out already. I'm gonna be adding to it a uh, my Dallas Cowboys podcast. I might as well get in this podcast game because the the uh, YouTube Illuminati about the uh, <laughs> about to abolish all this damn film film robbing we do. So uh, I'm getting my um, my podcast game going. Dallas Cowboys salute, and it's also the Vach's Voice podcast. We type in Vach Lombardi, both of those will pop up for you. Go check out my Gerald Willis film session um, and my Senior Bowl coverage all week. Going to be covering the practices and the one on one drills, giving my thoughts and all that. And uh, y'all hold it down for the Doski Wells. Remember, you're listening to nothing but the best. Hello. East. Out. We going to war. Law say, Law say Cheeto a goddamn Jabari warrior. He's the king of Wakanda. He's the king of Wakanda.